Hey guys, welcome to another Ask Zach, and today we're going to answer some questions that have been sent in. So the first one is a, a, a difficult one to do, but I'm going to I'm going to try to do this. Uh, I was asked to demonstrate the difference between the adder, the APC adder neck pickup, and then the Ron Ellis uh, Julian Lodge neck pickups. Now, the reason why this is difficult is that the guitars are completely different construction-wise. So, where the Danocaster is an ash body, the Crook is an alder body. Where the Danocaster has brass saddles, this has steel saddles. Where the Danocaster has a one-piece maple neck, the Crook has a maple cap neck. And then, of course, there are two different, you know, even if you had two guitars that are supposed to be identical, they're still going to sound different. So, with that set aside, I'm just going to, you know, play a little bit on this one, play a little bit on, on the Danocaster, and then I'm even going to bring out the uh, the 67 Tele, which has the stock, you know, the original pickup on it. And uh, the pickup is original, except it has been wax potted, because originally those were not wax potted, and they were just dipped in lacquer and that doesn't work long term so uh, to keep the pickup working and alive it had to be uh, wax potted so so you're going to hear all three neck pickups so i'm going to start with the apc adder pickup and i'm just using a just a smidge of compression and otherwise you're just hearing the amp and the reverb on that so again here's the apc adder pickup <laughs> Scientifically uh, and very sophisticated, uh, pick up the uh, the Danocaster. Here's it with the Julian Lodge neck pickup. <laughs> Puts a little different, so I'm going to goose that up a little bit. Thank you. 
So what's the difference? Uh, obviously the adder is the highest output and I had to goose up the Danocaster and the original 67 to match. Uh, the adder is, like I said, the hottest. It's uh, probably the most stratty sounding to me. Uh, the, uh, the, the Danocast, the, uh, the Julian Lodge Ron Ellis pickup has a really neat chirp to the top end. Uh, and it has this, uh, kind of openness to it. And surprisingly enough, uh, this, uh, 67 has the most mid range to it. Uh, <laughs> with the adder APC. Again, you know, I've got to back off the level. scientific test. Uh, I didn't say that the, uh, of course, the, uh, the 67 Tele has similar construction to this. Of course, it's but much older. Maple cap neck, uh, ash. It's got an ash body. So there you heard ash body with steel saddles and a maple cap neck on the 67. And this is alder body, steel saddles, maple cap neck. All those things make a big, you know, they make a difference in the sound and it's all ingredients into the uh, recipe of, uh, of tone. So that was a question I got in. Uh, the second one was at asking about practicing. So, and also about what you wish you would have practiced when you were younger. So if I were to say first, what I wished that I would have practiced when I was younger was I wish that I would have sung more and I wish that I would have sung parts more before I played them. Because when you can sing a part it's going to be much more musical than if you just come up with, with something on the guitar. There's nothing wrong with that, but if you can sing it or hum it first before you played it on the guitar, it's not going to be some mathematical thing that came under your fingers. So, uh, also it's just singing is just a great thing to do. It, it doubles your work opportunities, you know, especially early on. You know, everybody wants to have someone that can help out singing wise. So let's play, let's say you're in a club band. Well, if you can sing one or two songs a set and give the main, you know, lead vocalist a break, they'll love you. If you can sing a harmony part, again, you don't have to be, you know, Aretha or Amy Lou, you know, if you can just sing, uh, a, you know, a decent, you know, harmony and then hold a part, you are that much more employable. 
So one, I'd say singing. Two, uh, practice with a metronome. Start slow, like at 60, and then you know speed up. But your time is so important. Everyone thinks their time is good. Oh, I don't need time. But then, it, and then when people play with a click track, they go like, oh, I hate playing with a click track, and click track's so horrible. Well, that's because your time's not very good. So you just, you need to practice with a metronome. Uh, you know, again, you can get all these apps that are on your phone and you can just sit there and practice for five to 10 minutes with a metronome. Practice playing lines, uh, practice playing kind of on the beat, practice playing a little bit behind the beat to kind of give it a different feel. Uh, yeah, you don't really want to rush too much, but, uh, and, uh, yeah, so those, those are big things. Uh, know that uh, being able to play rhythm and fills and things like that is much more important than being able to solo like crazy, as much as we all like to solo. If you want to practice on your soloing, well, get some, you know, get some backing tracks or, or a looper and uh, play along with those and come up with new ideas. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say, and no one asked about this, but I'm going to do it anyway, is stop changing your gear before you go to rehearsal. <laughs> so what happens when you show up to rehearsal with a new piece of gear is you end up, you're trying to get comfortable so you can be musical and you keep futzing with it. You keep twiddling knobs on the amp, you keep twiddling knobs on the pedal. And instead of being in the moment, instead of, you know, like being musical and doing what you needed to do, you're futzing with it because you want to get comfortable. You want to hear the sound that you want to hear. Stop changing your stuff up. If there's a problem, of course, something needs to get fixed, get it fixed. Or if you have to change sounds, do it. But, you know, try to do it before rehearsal. And, uh, you know, because otherwise you end up uh, missing out on a couple of songs. You're like two or three songs into rehearsal before you're finally comfortable. And then you're wishing that you would have been more in the moment on those earlier songs. And you're like, hey, can we go back and do those songs again? Well, just... Stop messing with your stuff. Know your stuff. Know your guitar. Know your amp. Know your pedals. So that when you show up, you're not messing with that. So you can just be musical and do your thing. So there you have it. Well, I want to thank you for watching another Ask Zach. Uh, please send in uh, questions. Please subscribe. Please share. And thank you so much. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks and bye-bye. Mm -hmm.